Welcome to the Church in the Peak podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information, visit churchinthepeak.org or come and join us at 10am every Sunday. If you don't have your Christmas pudding at the end. Okay. Who thinks that Christmas pudding is a great way to spoil a really nice meal? (laughs) There you go. It's probably 50-50. I thought that would divide you. And uh, so I'm going to just, uh, I'm just going to take another little um, kind of survey. Um, I think there's two types of people when it comes to mourning. There's the kind of people like myself who at least 10 minutes before the alarm goes off, you're already wide awake and you're ready for the day. You don't even need the alarm really because it's morning, you can get up and everything's fine. Who's in that camp? Uh, see, there's some people around the room. Or there's the other type that the alarm goes, you push the snooze button, it's not morning until the snooze button's been pushed four times. Yeah, you know who you are. And um, there's a real divide in the mornings as to how we respond, but I just want to talk about um, morning and dawn for just a moment. So, in the morning, the dawn comes. And when the dawn comes, you know that the new day is coming. It's just appearing on the horizon. Dawn isn't much, is it? You're in the darkness and there's a glimmer of light in the distance. If you turned around, you wouldn't see it anymore. But you turn around and, yeah, it's just slightly lighter on that side, isn't it? as you face to the east, and you know that the new day is coming. And different times of year, you get different amounts of dawn, don't you? At the moment, I think dawn's just happened today, and probably in about an hour's time, we're going to have sunset. Um, And there's not a lot of day in the middle. But in the height of summer, at some unearthly hour... Dawn is happening, isn't it? And the birds start to sing and you look at the clock and you think, it's only 3.30. How can this be so? And even for me, that's early. And uh, if, you're, if you're camping, it's all right whilst it's dark, isn't it? You're in the tent and it's dark and so you can sleep. But the tiniest glimmer of light, the birds start to sing and you're wide awake. And if that's the height of the summer... It might be 4 a.m. and there's no blackout blind in your tent. You are well awake and the day has to start. And the thing is, in the middle of the night, you can feel like everything is quite dark. I'm sure you lie there sometimes at night and you've woken up in the middle of the night and you think, what's that noise? that's, That's not a normal noise. Is there someone downstairs? Or is there, is there someone creeping around the house? And you start to wonder what's going on in the middle of the night. But as soon as the morning comes, you get out of bed, and actually those tiny creaks and noises, they, they just don't mean anything anymore. And you might be cold, but as soon as that sun rises, the heat comes in, And you feel the heat of the day and everything changes. And uh, 
Jesus came and he said, those living in the darkness have seen a great light. And he was quoting from Isaiah hundreds of years before. And Isaiah had said, there will be one who will come. And actually, the darkness that you now experience is going to be switched off like the dawn rising. And it came on a, um, a night, I don't know whether it was particularly wintry, I suspect not. If we're thinking about the Middle East, it might have been quite warm. And uh, in the middle of the night, the announcement came that Jesus had been born. And it went something like this. While shepherds watched their flocks by night, all seated on the ground, the angel of the Lord came round and glory shone around. Said he, for mighty dread had seized their troubled minds. Thus spake the seraph, and forthwith appeared a shining throng of angels praising God who thus addressed their joyful song. Thank you all. They were all kind of like, when's this going to come? Because I just said, (laughs) you'll know when it is and you just need to stand up. And I wonder what it was like outside on the hills there. There's there's the shepherds and it's night time. And in the middle of the night, not just like dawn was creeping, but suddenly there's the glory of God shining all around across the hills. And there's this voice that speaks out and the angel of God speaks to the shepherds as they're there on the hillside and says Christ has come this is the one you've been waiting for you need to go and find him and then before they know it there's this chorus of angels singing all around them what an amazing thing that would be and yet these were the shepherds These are people who lived outdoors with their sheep. They're probably the kind of people that you'd smell them before you saw them. And there they were, these poor people who lived with their sheep on the hillside. And God chooses them, the poor, the lowly. They might have been quite lonely. I don't know quite what they would have been like. They were probably quite a rough bunch. And God chooses them. He sends the angels, not just one angel, but a whole chorus of heavenly angels to speak to them and say, God has come. And later on, yes, there were some kings that came. And they 
they came on their camels with their fine gifts to give to Jesus. And yes, God had spoken to them and they followed the star. But actually, who did God speak to first? The poor and the lowly. And at that moment, when Christ was born, everything changed. The people of God had been used to needing to make sacrifices to get right with God. They'd have to go to the temple and make sacrifice so that God, um, that they could be acceptable to God. And there was no access to God unless you were the priest, the one priest who could go into the holy place in the temple and on the behalf of the people offer the sacrifices. And yet Jesus came and all of that finished. He was the one sacrifice once and for all. Instead of having no access to God, we became a priesthood of all believers. And we all suddenly get access to God because of what Jesus did. That little baby born in the major, God spoke about and said, This is my son. In him, I am well pleased. And it was him who then died on the cross. And he broke down. The curtain in the temple was torn in two. And suddenly we, the lowly, the poor, get access to God. And so I don't know whether you know God. But actually the dawn is coming. There's a new day. And you can know that new day. It might be like you feel like you're in a tunnel and you can't see the end. But actually, the dawn rises and suddenly you can see a glimmer of light down the tunnel. And if that's how you feel this morning, God wants to say, come down the tunnel, come to the light and I'll change everything. As I've been preparing this, um, the song that was in my head um, was here comes the sun and um, and you think well that's wrong that's sun s-u-n do you know nothing um, Jesus was the sun s-o-n but we saw in one of the songs this morning that it described Jesus as the sun of righteousness s-u-n and actually that comes from Malachi the the last book in the Old Testament and as they were um, speaking about God coming in human form. Malachi said this, but for you who fear my name, the sun, S-U-N, of righteousness will rise with healing in his wings and you will go free, leaping with joy like calves led out to pasture. And actually the sun of God rose And suddenly, from a place of darkness and fear, there was light and there was joy. And actually, when you know that, you have joy, as Steve was telling us. And you want to jump and dance like the very calves. The silence of the night is broken. The breakthrough of the light 
the warmth of the sun is here. And he changes everything. Let's sing again.